The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. And welcome to a very Brady podcast. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Jimmy. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Tech. Hey, what is going on? A whole lot of nothing. Uh-huh. And on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do, Tech, as you know, mm-hmm. we take this episode. We grab it by the balls. Then we break its ass down. Oh, shit. We talk about our first time podcasting, asking each other if we, you know, <laughs> only be made fun of and to be pointed and laughed at when we say no. Hmm. All for you, the listener. Aw. And on today's episode, we look at The Golden Girls, season one, episode 22, entitled Job Hunting. If you haven't watched this episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might make it a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Golden Girls is available to stream on Hulu. Who knew? Oh. Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. That is awesome. Warsh. So how was your how was your two weeks? I know. We had to take a hiatus for we a did, yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, we had some uh, issues. We had some technical difficulties. Yeah, unfortunately. And we had a guest last week and yeah, we everything. Did, yeah. and, and I feel bad, but, you know, hey, shit happens. And, yeah. you know, I apologize to her. And, you know, but she will be back and she will we'll try it again. In the, in the name of transparency, uh, we, had re- we had recorded this episode last week. And... Um, and we just we literally had technical uh, difficulties. We just upgraded some of the uh, the recording equipment we used, and it just uh, we just had an issue. Uh, we mm. had ne- we hadn't had it set up to record multiple people on TaxEnd, and um, it just had a per- an issue, and we didn't realize it was an issue until after we recorded. So Indeed. we do apologize, uh, but we want only the best for our listeners. That's right. So we don't Simply want any the shit. Best. Exactly. We don't want any yeah. garbage. You're the so. best around. So yeah, we we had tax sister Jenny on the show. So um, yeah, that was awesome. Um, yes. So yeah, we had a, we had a good time. She was a good sport. She was funny. Yeah. Um, but you know, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, but, she but had to come back. See what really happened was Tack kind of felt like she could have done better. So he's like, let's <laughs> let's just pretend like we had technical difficulties <laughs> oh my god stop. you're gonna get me in trouble <laughs> <laughs> that's not true that's not what happened no no that's not what happened no, at all no so uh so yeah so so your your two weeks was 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 good oh yeah it just worked um um did not work it mm-hmm. no okay um i feel like do was there a holiday that we we're going to talk about no uh, well we've talked about mother's day that was the last holiday oh, okay no, and we, we are recording the monday bef- the i'm sorry we're recording the friday before memorial day yeah we do have memorial day coming up yes and i like how you pointed out on facebook how people get a little confused between the difference between memorial day and veterans day yeah yeah There's i had the big difference i had the uncomfortable 
or I was fortunate enough to, to, to hear an uncomfortable conversation where somebody at work that was a known veteran, (laughs) somebody went up to him, Hey, hope you had a good Memorial day. Happy Memorial day. And he busts out with, (laughs) I'm not dead. (laughs) So yeah, that's not for me. That's veterans day. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, the thought is nice. You should always appreciate your veterans, but not on Memorial day. (laughs) Nope. So I had the privilege and I think you have to, to go to uh, DC and see the, um, the, the Vietnam Memorial and the World War II Memorial and the Korean War Memorial. And it's just, that's humbling, man. Like you, yeah. you can hear a pin drop in those places. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you've been there Indeed. recently since you're an adult, but it's. No, no, not as an adult. We were actually going to go, my son and I, because we were living in Virginia. Yeah. We were actually going to go take a little trip, a day trip Should. to DC. Yeah. And then all of a sudden COVID hit and then we couldn't go. So. Yeah. I mean, you used hundred percent. Anybody out there? You go to DC, most of the stuff is free. You're you're only really gonna pay for your hotel and stuff, but all the stuff in DC, the Smithsonian Institute, the zoo, um, the memorials we're talking about, all that stuff is free. The the Air and Space Museum, everything is free. So Unknown um, Soldier. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I went to the um, the Holocaust Museum. That was yeah. that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. You don't hear anybody talking in the entire it's like completely quiet <laughs> in the place. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, it's it's important to remember those who have fought for our country and uh, and uh, who are on either eternal patrol for the Navy, like that's what we call it when ships go down, they're on eternal patrol. And uh, God, so sad, man. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, a hundred percent enjoy Memorial Day, have a barbecue, hang out with your friends, hang out with your family. That's the whole point because that's what they yeah. want. That's what they fought yeah. for us. Just remember for. why you're doing it. That's, that's right. all. That's all that's, they ask. Just remember. Yeah. That's why they fought and they gave their lives for us to have that freedom. So. Exactly. So respect that and enjoy Memorial Day. Exactly. hundred percent. So, um, so one of our listeners posted something interesting on Facebook. Oh yeah. Who, who was the listener? Do you remember? Jim M. Jim well, M. actually it was two people. It was Jim and Ben. They both posted it. Jim and who? Ben. Ben. Okay. So, um, our good friends, Jim and Ben, uh, posted something interesting on Facebook. Apparently, the Brady house is for sale. I know. 5. Now, just to, five million. Yeah, just just to clarify, this is the actual Brady Bunch house that was used in the exterior shots of the Brady Bunch, but also they've renovated it so that the interior looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. We so did I an think, episode on it, if you remember. I think if we ago. can if we can get about maybe. Two and a half million more Patreon subscribers. Yeah, I th- I think we can. Um, I think we can buy that house. We could. Yeah, but one thing I'm concerned about is like some rich old motherfucker is going to buy it and then just keep it for themselves. No, I think what's going to happen is they're going to make it a really expensive Airbnb. Like I think it's going to be a thousand dollars a night kind of Airbnb. That would be awesome. Yeah, but you would never like. You'd be like on a 10-year waiting list. Yeah, exactly. So from the buyer's perspective, that's great. Well, okay. I think it should be an Airbnb slash like, you know, Airbnb on the weekends. Right. But like during the week, have tours. Oh, they could totally make it like a museum because yeah. some of the stuff is screen used at least from um, a very Brady Christmas, that, that era. So they could totally make it a museum and charge yeah. like, I don't know. 20, 25, 50, dollars a person, whatever. And hundred, they would make their money back. It would take probably five yeah. or 10 years to make it. They'd make their money back for sure. 
I just don't want somebody a private buyer to fucking buy it and then keep it for themselves. And like, no, what I'm afraid of is some private buyer is going to buy it and completely renovate it. Oh my god! Could you imagine yeah. somebody who hates like the Brady Bunch? They yeah. buy it and go, "Well, this is my house. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm burning this fucking house to the ground." Well, because it didn't like Miley Cyrus or somebody wanted to buy it and they wanted to renovate the whole thing. No, it was um, oh, shit. Who was that? Um, Some, somebody, but they was wanted it Lance Bass or something? something like he wanted to renovate it. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it was Lance Bass. I think yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. But if they made it a museum, that's what they did with the um, um, Christmas um, story house. That's an Airbnb now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a you know, museum. Yeah. yeah. But the, the interior of that doesn't even look like the real interior because it wasn't shot in the interior. Right. And it was all set. But yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. I mean, the, I mean, it'd be annoying for the neighbors and stuff because there's constantly people like. Well, you'd have to get it zoned for a museum, too, because right now it's a residence. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that would be so cool. But if they Airbnb on weekends and made it like $1,000 a night and then charged like $25 a person as tours, they would make their yeah. money back in no time. I don't understand why would HGTV want to sell it, though. They spent all that money renovating it. Right. And then there's so much they could do with it. Well, think about how much they made off the TV show. So all the okay. money they put into the house, they made back on the TV show. And now I'm they're sure. selling it for what they paid for it. <laughs> I gotcha. But you don't think you can do more with it? Like, And you're just going to sell it to whoever gives you money? Well, they're not like, in the on. market for museums and Airbnbs. That's not what they're in. I know, but I don't know. God, if like, if I was like, if I was like a billionaire and I heard the thing was coming, I would immediately... Put in a bit on it, right? I think it would be cool if one of the if the Brady kids got together and all pitched in and bought it. That would be cool because there's six of them. I mean, between the six of them, I mean, they'd have to come up with just under a million dollars each. Yeah, they probably get a loan, probably. No. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now they're all successful and they all have their own businesses and shit. So I yeah, mean, and plus they're still making money off the Brady bunch. So exactly, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, residuals is a wonderful thing. Um, yeah. Which I wonder if residuals are going to keep going into a streaming world. Uh-huh. I think you still get it, right? I, I would think so. I would hope so. Yeah. But either way, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this um, with this house. Yeah, you for know? sure. Hopefully some eccentric rich person will buy it and just hold on to it as an investment or something. You know? Yeah. Elon Musk is going to buy it. Some mega <laughs> fan will buy it and just leave it the way it is. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess on that note, we will take our first break. All right. And we will come, when we come back, we will, um, we'll get into this. Get down with some hot old chicks. We're going to get in some girls. Hell yeah, we are some golden girls. Oh, shit. Yes. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. We will be back. Hey. 
Hey movie fans, have you ever wanted just one more adventure from your favorite film heroes? Ever imagined an alternate entry in your favorite movie franchise that didn't suck? Then Sequel Quest is the podcast to make your wildest cinematic fantasies come true. Every episode, Adam, Jeff, and Jeremy pitch imaginary sequels, prequels, and reboots to your favorite movie franchises like E.T. the Extraterrestrial, cult classics like Surf Ninjas and the Monster Squad, famous flops like Jupiter Ascending, how about a third Tim Burton Batman film or getting back on the ice with the Mighty Ducks? With over 100 episodes in our archives, you'll definitely find a favorite as the SQ crew reminisce about the films and find creative, cool, and wacky ways to continue the fun on the silver screen. Sequel Quest is presented by the Retro Network and can be found on any of your favorite podcast apps. Just search Sequel Quest and prepare yourselves for fake movie fun at its finest. We are back. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, that was an exciting break. That, come on. It was. Come on, that was an exciting break. Yeah, it was. All right. It was exciting. Hell yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Because that's, that's something that was shared between you and I, Tech. It's not something <laughs> that's just that, for us. Exactly. It's just for us. Yeah. All right. So we have The Golden Girl, season one, episode 22, entitled Job Hunting. Mm. So let's get into this. Some facts about the episode. It first aired March 8th, 1986. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Written by Susan Harris, Terry Grossman, and Kathy Ew. Spear. Took three people to write this episode. <laughs> Directed by Paul Bogart. Bogart. According to IMDb, although later in the first season, this episode was clearly shot early on. The giveaways are the kitchen wallpaper hasn't yet changed as it did season as it did mid season. Mm. Sophie and Blanche's hair both match how they looked during the pilot. Mm. Also, the kitchen table has a glass top instead of being covered by a tablecloth. Hmm. Maybe they're washing it. Hmm. Never think of that. Yeah, yeah. The scene in which the girls share a cheesecake was partially adapted into the cast's skit at the 1988 Royal Variety performance in the presence of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth, the Queen mm. Mother, who mm. had requested their appearance. Oh, shit. Maybe maybe when she requested their appearance, like she literally wanted to look like them. <laughs> like, I want that appearance. And then they have them perform. She's like, okay, or I'll watch them. Like, not at all what I wanted. Okay. I wanted a golden afro. What, like, why can't I have that? <laughs> and she never got what she wanted. What's that? I'm still laughing about that. Oh. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> During the cheese gum. Okay, yeah. During the cheesecake scene, Dorothy mentions two famous missing figures, Judge Force Crater and Jimmy Hoffa. Judge Crater mm. was a New York State Supreme Court justice who was last seen in January 1930, leaving a restaurant in Manhattan. He was declared legally dead in June 1939. So who, who names her kid Force Crater? 
Oh, like you wouldn't name it. The only reason you did is because that name was taken. Nice try. <laughs> the actually is pretty badass. <laughs> the important thing is, is even if anybody sees this guy right into the show, because, you know, he's been missing for like <laughs> That's you know, the 90 yeah. years. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa was a labor union leader who was last seen in July 1975 and declared legally dead in July 1982. Hmm. Many believed he was murdered by the mafia in order to cover up his connection to organized crime. We sleeping with the fishes. Hell, hell yeah, he is with them concrete shoes and cyanide and TNT. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, that's an ACDC song. Dorothy states that Rose is 55 years old. Hmm. Betty White was 63 years old when the episode aired. Hmm. You know, what's kind of messed up about that is like, because <laughs> in the episode, spoiler alert, like later in the episode, because she's like, you're 55, you know, she's right. telling you're 55. And she's like, I know I'm old and nobody, I don't think I'm old, but I'm old. I'm 55. <laughs> but really she's fucking 63. And that, that's got to be like a kick in the pants. You know, it's like, yeah. that's like us complaining to people. I'm old and we're acting like I'm old. I'm 33. You know? Right. But well, no, like, no, you're actually <laughs> in that scene when she says I'm 55. You could, I, if you listen really close, you can hear in the audience going. <laughs> 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 No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Dorothy mentions that she initially slept with Stan Zabornak because mm-hmm. he was being shipped off to Korea. Actor Herb Edelman, who played Stan, actually served in the army during the Korean War. Very cool. That is cool. It's awesome. Nice. <clears throat> so you're ready to fade in? I'm ready to fade in. All right. In that case, let's fade <laughs> Scene one. We're going to Miami. Hell yeah. Miami. Miami. All right. We open our scene to see Blanche cutting up veggies and singing. Just as Blanche really gets into singing, Sophia walks into the kitchen and is getting something out of the fridge. Wait, wait, wait. You, you didn't get to sing the song she was singing. Huh? What was she singing? Well, I don't remember. You oh, wrote the script, so. <laughs> Sophia comes over complaining, saying, we're out of pepperoni. I'm starving and we're out of pepperoni. Blanche cheerfully answers, I'm sorry, Sophia, honey. Mm-hmm. Would you like some celery stuffed with cottage cheese? Sophia says, I can't eat cottage cheese. It repeats on me. Mm. Just then, Dorothy walks in saying, hello, hello. Hi, Blanche. How are you, sweet mother? As she... <laughs> As she gives her mom a kiss on the head. Sophia Mm. barks, we're out of pepperoni. Dorothy pretends to be shocked and asks, did you call Dan Rather? Mm -hmm. Sophia looks at Dorothy and says, why? He was a cocktail wiener. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't. Uh, Oh, because of pepperoni cocktail. (laughs) 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 Sophia says, I'm starving. Dorothy pats her on the shoulder and says, I defrosted some chicken. We'll eat in about a half an hour. Sophia insists, I can't eat chicken. It repeats on me. Hmm. <laughs> Dorothy, Dorothy tired of Sophia being a malingerer. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice word. <laughs> says, look, Ma, you don't have to make excuses. If you don't want chicken, just say you don't want chicken. Sophia frankly says, I don't want chicken. Dorothy yells, then you ain't fucking hungry. <laughs> no, that's what my dad would have said. <laughs> No, she says, good. Sophia pauses and repeats once again, 
it repeats on me. See that shit? I paused. <laughs> so uh, Sophia then begins to get mad. Dorothy trying to turn her focus on something much, much easier. Yeah. Blanche. Uh, Blanche, would you like some broiled chicken? Blanche cheerfully says, oh, no, thank you. I'm having raw vegetable plate. You probably haven't noticed it, but I've been putting on three pounds. Grumpy Sophia says on each side. Oh, <laughs> shit. After a glare, Blanche says, I used to have a waist just like Scarlett O'Hara's. She once had an 18-inch waistline. Dorothy says, Blanche, that girl and her waistline were fiction. Mm. Dorothy's mm. like, actually, I have an 18-inch. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> so well, she like, talks like it. She's got that BDE going on. Sorry. <laughs> BDE? And big dick energy. <laughs> big dick energy. Come on now. You know Dorothy's that. got some big dick energy going on. Come on now. <laughs> what does that mean, big dick energy? Um, poor tech. <laughs> poor tech. <laughs> He's like, definitely do not have that. <laughs> ben, Ben, message tech and explain to him what that is. <laughs> oh my God. Ben knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Come on now. I, was, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. So <laughs> Dorothy says... That she can cook chicken in 30 minutes? Like, that's not... No. Like, I I cook chicken a lot. And it so takes I? at least... I have it down to a science. So, it's usually about... Depending on what cut of meat you're using. But, like, if you're using, like, boneless, like, thighs or something like that, then, yeah, okay, 30 minutes. Gotcha. But if you're doing, like, chicken quarters and things like that, you're talking 38, 40 minutes. And that's thawed? Yeah, of course. I don't I don't freeze my meat. Why? I just don't. I like it fresh. <laughs> I, I usually cook chicken one of two ways. I either thaw it, cube it, and cook it in a frying pan with like teriyaki sauce or something like that. Or, <laughs> and I get a feeling you're going to be like, <laughs> or <laughs> I, I boil it. <laughs> I boil it in water. Yes. Why? Chicken? Yes. Like, what do you do with it then? Well, it makes it taste more like like chicken would taste if it was in a stew or something. It brings out more of the actual chicken flavor. But like when I'm trying to eat healthy and everything, I, I boil it a lot of times. <clears throat> now, are you, are you talking about bone-in chicken or boneless chicken? Boneless. I'm talking about <sighs> chicken boobs. Chicken boobies? No, I gotcha. It's just, no. It sounds like it'd be very dry. It gets dry, yeah. But yeah. that's what barbecue sauce and stuff's for. <clears throat> I got you. But it's just, it's healthier that way. That way you're not putting butter and shit like that on it. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Um, Do you? But like, <laughs> anyway, I mean, like, is she a fast cook or something? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a fast cook, I guess. I'm sorry. I was all the way over here. I couldn't hear you. Did you say you're a fast cook? That's it? I don't know. Well, perhaps the laws of physics cease to exist on your stove. I may have been mistaken. <laughs> exactly. Okay. okay, listen to that again. <laughs> okay. But think Sophia. Okay? <laughs> think Sophia. I want you to close your eyes and picture her in your head. Okay. okay. Ready? Yeah. I don't know. I'm a fast cook, I guess. I'm sorry. I was all the way over here. I couldn't hear you. Did you say you're right? a fast cook? That's it? I don't know. Tell me you didn't see Sophia in your face, in your head. <clears throat> that was 100% Sophia. So Joe um, Pesci and Sophia, or not necessarily Sophia, but um, what's her name? 
Uh, I'm assuming um, McClanahan, but that's, that's Blanche. No, it's it's like some weird name. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's yelling at us right now. <laughs> I can hear. I don't know. I can't, can't make out. Everybody's talking um, at once, and I can't make out the name. Anyway, uh, so you're saying they're the same person. No, they just have the same voice. Well, they're um, the same height. I bet you they could be the same person. Um, going back to the scene, though, all all Dorothy says was, I defrosted some chicken. Well, she had it on a plate. You can see it. Right. So if the chicken is already defrosted. Yeah. And she's getting ready to preheat the oven. Yeah. If they're all it is is like two or three chicken breasts, you could cook that in half an hour. Okay. If she hasn't even defrosted or not defrosted, she hasn't even preheated the oven yet. That's going to take 10 minutes by itself. So okay. you're telling me she's going to cook that chicken in 20 minutes? Would she like her chicken rare? Come on. I don't now. know, man. I think, you, I think you cook at low temperatures. I don't. <clears throat> I used to cook chicken a lot, even like at 420. Like 30 minutes. So you only minutes. cook one time a day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What if you want to eat at six? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I know because it takes so long to cook. No, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but um, like when I was in Florida, my oven four twenty. Since I moved here, this oven is oh, now different. you're making drug references. <laughs> Since I moved here, this oven's different. So now I cook at three eighty five. So, okay, but it's basically the same temperature. I can honestly say I don't know that I've ever broiled anything in my life. Oh, that's broiled? me being 100%. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, she did say broiled chicken. Okay, so right. that's different. Do you know the difference between baking and broiling? No. So baking is, think about <clears throat> what's inside your oven, right? So you have like coil, heating coils on the top and heating coils on the bottom. Correct, yeah. So if you're baking, it's using the heating coils on the bottom. If you okay. broil it, it uses the top. So you got heat oh. coming from the top. So I use broiling a lot. Like after, I, if, it's, if it's like bone chicken with skin. Like I'll cook it all with just baking it, cooking it on. And once it's done, I'll cook, I'll click on the broiler for like three or four minutes just to get the skin nice and crispy on top. Okay. Or if you're ever making like a, um, uh, like a casserole and you have like cheese on top mm-hmm. after it's done baking for like an hour or whatever, then you turn the broiler on just to get like a nice little brownness to that cheese on top. So that's hmm. when you're, you don't <clears throat> broil things for very long. It's usually, it's just top heat and it's direct top heat. If you want to like brown something over the top, you know? Okay. So that's the difference. So, so she's broiling it. She's not baking it. Right. She's broiling. It. Like the whole thing is, it's going to be like burnt skin on top. Like, like her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's different methods. I don't know. You know, what do I know? I've only been a cook for however many years. Maybe she puts it in one of those like pans you put like pot roast in, like lid like, covers it yeah. or whatever. Then what's the point of broiling? I have no idea. Because you just turn the pan into an oven, right? So I don't know. I don't, hmm. know. I don't know. If anyway. anybody has any idea, write into the show and see. Because there might be some kind of old school way that she's doing it. Because she is an older woman. It's true. And like she was old back then, and this was what 20, 30 years ago. So forty years ago. So if anybody has an idea, write us in. And tell us. Tell us what what she may have done to make it. Go faster like that. Yeah. I mean. Maybe they have a convection oven. Oh, we'll see. That's different now. Yeah. If it's a convection oven, I can definitely see 30 minutes then. Right. So, anyways. Anyways. uh, What I noticed was they have wood paneling on their fridge. Yeah, that's pretty. um, I mean, for back then, yeah, I've seen that definitely. That's how it was Mm -hmm. in my dad's house when I was a kid. Also, um, 
we have another sighting. Catch what I'm sighting? saying. Sighting. Let me let me send you a, a, an interesting photograph that I took um, when I was watching said television show on Hulu. All right. So I just sent you the picture. What does that look like to you, Tag? Oh, shit. That looks like another penis pan. That is another penis pan. Hanging right on their wall. Hell yeah. There's two things these women like. Cheesecake and, uh, yeah, penis Penis pans. pans. Huh. Mm -hmm. Those little dirty little minxes. Exactly. Thought we would. They put it up on the top of the set thinking we wouldn't notice that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because <clears> that's Betty White right there. You know, she's like, I have this Pam I bring it from home. I want she's hanging on the set. You know, she did that shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So that's two shows now that's had penis pants. Interesting. Yep. And then I posted the one, the thing on the wall from the Three's Company episode. Exactly. And that was, yeah. Another it's phallic a conspiracy. symbol. Yep. It's a consp- Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> 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 What does she mean when she says it repeats on her? See, I don't know. Does that mean like gas or diarrhea or something? Uh, maybe she throws it up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard repeats. Well, I guess if you have gas and you burp it, you kind of taste it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> what I like doing is just to gross my wife out, I'll burp and I'll be like, I don't remember eating that. Just mm-hmm. just because I know it kind of grosses her out a little bit. Like that's not gross, but like, but we're talking about the buttocks area here. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Another old timey term would be the trots, which is Maybe. means diarrhea. So if anybody knows how to cook chicken in a half an hour rubber oil, <laughs> and anybody knows what repeats means, you let yeah. us know. Write us in this letter because there might be some old school terminology we're not familiar with. Yeah, probably so. So I know it's not a Florida thing because me and Tech both are from Florida and we never heard yeah. about anything repeating on me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> Scene two. Ooh. Just then, Rose comes walking into the kitchen looking as pissed as all get out. Oh, shit. (laughs) She says, it's terrible, just terrible. I'm so upset. Blanche, actually appearing to care, walks over and says, Rose, Rose, honey, sit down. (laughs) Sweetheart, tell us all about it. Dorothy changes her tone and says, (laughs) Ma, would you get (laughs) Rose some water? (laughs) Yep. Ma, would you get Rose some water? Some water. <laughs> Sophia stands up while bitching and saying, Hey, what's she going to do? What's she going to do with them? We're going to start calling Sophia the Sticky Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> what is she going to do with the water? Has, has water ever made you feel better when you were upset? Have you ever heard anyone say, Thank God the water's here? Call me when dinner's ready. And did you see she gave like a fucking nasty look before she left? Like, it was just, she like rolled her eyes and was like, fucking get out of here. <laughs> she then leaves like a motherfucking boss. Bitches only turn up with their friends. Yeah. I can't make this shit up, bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Once Sophia leaves, Rose finally starts explaining. Okay, so I had this pepperoni in my room, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's Betty White, all right. That's a joke Betty White would have approved of. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, Rose says, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. It's all about those other people. Blanche asks, was this some kind of an accident? No, don't tell me. If I get upset, I'll eat. <laughs> Dorothy gets serious asking, 
What happened, Rose? <laughs> Rose finally gets out. <clears throat> they close the center. Luckily for the audience members wondering what she's talking about, Blanche asks, Nacho Grief Counseling Santa. <laughs> Dorothy comes back with a zinger saying, No. <laughs> no, the Kennedy Space Center. <laughs> she, she wanted to be the first Lutheran on the moon. On the moon. Blanche once again clears things up for us, saying, Rose, you're out of a job. Rose being the good Saint Olafian. Ol- mm, nice Olafian. Word. Is that how you say it? Olafian. She is, says, well, I can't worry about that now. Dorothy, with a dose of truth, says, sure you can, honey. <laughs> I'll help you. Food, clothing, shelter. <laughs> Rose rolls her eyes and says, Oh, come on. It's not that serious. Dorothy's seeing that this may cost her money, says, Yes, it could be. Rose, you and I are in the same boat. <laughs> if we miss a couple of paychecks, we're in big trouble. Blanche puts her hands on Rose's, like not on Rose's because that would hurt, but like on Rose's <laughs> hand. She's thorns. Because she's a little thorny. <laughs> Hi, oh. Blanche puts her hand on Rose's hand. And says, thank God I had a foresight to marry money. Without missing a beat, Dorothy slaps Blanche's hand and calls her tramp. (laughs) And getting back to herself, Rose says, Dorothy, my main concern is making sure those miserable people can find other sources of help. Then I'll get a job. I'm dependable, friendly, loyal, eager, sexy as hell. Great ass. (laughs) I can do the splits. Nice. Dorothy looks at Blanche and says, that's great. If she learns to catch a frisbee in her teeth, she can get work as a golden retriever. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Kennedy Space Center line, that cracked my shit up. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was, funny. <clears throat> that was really funny. <laughs> the timing when she was like tramp, that was perfect timing. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> the follow-up line for the Kennedy Space Center was kind of dumb. It was, oh, it's like you had me at Kennedy yeah. Space Center, you could have just stopped. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, um, it does need like another and one more punch after it, but uh, yeah. they could have done better than that. With three people right now, they could have had something better. Yeah. Like, you want to be the first Lutheran on the moon? Come on. That's, you know, it's too specific. Yeah, that's, yeah. That works with Ryan Reynolds, but not with Golden Girls. Um, <laughs> uh, why is Sophia acting like a little child? Like, we're at pepperoni. I'm not eating nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, we had a pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess when you get older, you regress. So, hmm. Also, yeah. Jim Brewer does a great imitation of Sophia. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he was doing Joe Pesci. Oh, is that what it Oh, okay. I hey, you want to thank me for giving you a career? Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought it was <laughs> Sophia. So the waterline from Sophia was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Which the only part I didn't agree with where she says, whoever says, thank God, thank God the water's here. Like <laughs> somebody um, in the desert. Somebody in the desert. Somebody mm. with a house fire. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> That's a good point. How how come in um in older TV shows, whenever anybody has a baby, they tell them to go boil water? That's to get them. You only tell it to the one that's like freaking out, or the to one that's just fucking annoying. Yeah, to get it's them like, out of the room. Hey, watch this. Watch this. Hey, Karen, you need to go boil some water. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Same. 
Why are you always asking her about? Oh, sorry. Can you go get towels? <laughs> we need towels. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, nothing. I just banged my toe. Quick, Karen, go boil some water. <laughs> What's going on? I just have to run to the store. Karen, go boil some water. <clears throat> yeah. Scene three. Later on on the back porch, Dorothy walks out with a book and a drink and sits on a patio chair to read. She doesn't notice at first that a gentleman is sitting in the chair next to her reading a <laughs> magazine. She glances at him and pauses and collects herself as to not say anything rude. You know, mm-hmm. she wouldn't do that. <clears throat> she finally turns to him and says, hello. <laughs> I can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, she finally turns to him and says, hello. The man cheerfully answers with a hello. Dorothy, not getting the answer she was hoping for, looks frustrated. Okay, it's a fucking surprise. Yeah, there's, there's Sophia again. She, <laughs> she rethinks and finally says, I'm Dorothy. <laughs> the man responds, Milton. Dorothy, still frustrated yet polite, says, Oh, pleased to meet you, Milton. To which he says, Likewise. Finally, not able to take it anymore, Dorothy blurts out, I live here. Milton simply says, oh. (laughs) Dorothy continues with a snarky, you don't. (laughs) Milton says, I live over on Dorado. Dorothy, still not knowing why he's on her back porch, gives a sarcastic, ah. (laughs) Milton, completely missing the sarcasm, says, it's about a 20-minute walk. I usually ride the bus. Dorothy pauses for a moment and asks, are you waiting for one now? <laughs> Milton thinks and says, no, I'm learning to get in touch with my emotions. Dorothy, full of love and sensitivity asks, tell me, will it take long? You know, you're reading my Newsweek. Milton feeling bad sits up saying, oh, I'm sorry. Just then Rose comes running out saying, oh, Dorothy, I see you met Milton. Dorothy puts on a fake ass smile and says, oh, yes, we were just getting acquainted. Hmm. She then cuts the act and turns to Rose and says, dump him, Rose. He's driftwood. (laughs) Rose, realizing what Dorothy's getting at, says, oh, no, Dorothy. Milton's from the center. His partner ran off with his wife and all the money from the business. Hmm. Dorothy, perhaps having been there herself, says, oh, Milton, I'm sorry. Keep the Newsweek. Rose then leans into Milton and says, now here's the address of a private counseling service. And in the meantime, my number's down there at the bottom. I'm very flexible. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Now don't hesitate to call me anytime, day or night. After hearing this, Dorothy looks shocked as she mouths, day or night? Hmm. Hmm. I thought this was really good. Like, B. Arthur had great imp- expressions on her face. <laughs> were yeah. hilarious. She's the kind of person that would get in trouble for speaking up in a meeting, even though she didn't say anything. <laughs> like, yeah, she's like that. My friend Carrie used to be like that. Do you have something to say? Do you have oh, something that to used say, to B? happen all the time. Like, this one engineer was notorious for, for taking credit for everything. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, so I got this done this week. And Carrie would just give a look. And every time I bought, my boss would be like, Carrie, you got something to say? And she's like, I didn't say anything. No, but we can all tell. Okay. Well, yeah, you got it done yourself. Sorry. Me and Carrie got it done. You know, that kind of. Um, So uh, once again, I can appreciate the actor's willingness to take their time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like in the, um, 
the Archie Bunker episode, I had talked about uh, when I learned in college where they talked about the three R's um, and they 100% do it in this where you see Dorothy, you know, receiving what she's being told, realizing it and then reacting to it. Like there's three distinct, you know, steps to it. And it's yeah. that old school, you know, comedy. Um, when I, when, when I originally thought when they said partnered that they meant like that Milton had a boyfriend Oh right, yeah. I that kinda, Milton had a boyfriend that ran off with yeah. his wife. I'm like, oh, that's Maury Povich kind of shit. Oh my god, yeah. I thought the same thing too because back yeah. then, like an old timey term partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scene four. As Rose walks Milton to the front door, they enter the living room. As we hear him say, "Thanks again, Rose." Rose cheerfully replies, "Oh, you're welcome, Milton. Now you let me know how it works out, and no more tears." Milton chuckles and says, "All right, bye bye." As he walks out the door. As soon as the door closes, Rose turns around and says, he is such a royal pain in the ass. <laughs> and then she yells as ass. ass. And she starts like stomping on the floor and shit. <laughs> but it's all part of my job. Dorothy keeping it real reminds her, mm -hmm. you don't have a job, remember? <laughs> Rose looks at Dorothy confused and says, I haven't forgotten, Dorothy. I've just been too busy to start looking. Dorothy sits next to her and asks, you haven't even started looking? <laughs> Are you going to get old if I keep doing that through the whole episode? <laughs> By the end of it, your voice is going to be all raspy and shit. <laughs> How do we I'm talk be like, like okay, that for real? You can stop imitating her. I'm like, no, this, this is me. I can't stop doing it now. And now I can't stop calling you honey. Hey, honey. We're almost <laughs> like a little 70-year-old smoker. <laughs> Rose says, don't worry, will you? I will get a job. There's always a job for people who aren't afraid of hard work. Mm -hmm. That's what my father used to say. But Dorothy cuts that shit off saying he was talking about milking cows in Minnesota. <laughs> Just then Sophia walks in holding some post-its and says, he has phone, <laughs> his phone messages. She hands the post-it to Rose and says, if you have to go out tomorrow, ask those crybabies not to call during the young and the restless. And during her stories. That's right. Her stories. Rose reads out the phone messages. Mr. Viner's depressed. Mrs. Gibson's despondent. Mr. Duvalier, I think she said. Duvois is French, right? Duvois. Blue, blah, blue. Blue, blah, blah. Mr. Dublin been deported. She then rips up that post note and throws it on the table before saying, Why, why can't grief take a holiday? Dorothy cuts in saying, oh, it does, Rose. It does. Eventually, it comes to Miami like everyone else. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Just as she says this, Dorothy reads one message and says, oh, my God. I don't believe it. <laughs> what? <gasps> no. My mom used to do that to me all the time when it used to drive. It was to the point where, like, she was reading something and she'd be like, What? And she would just keep exclaiming things, waiting for one of us to go, What is it, mom? And I mean, my sister Echo, <laughs> I would look over at Echo and she'd be like, Shh, don't say anything. <laughs> and my mom would just sit there, still exclaiming, My God. I, wh what? And I'm like, What, mom? Mm. Anyway, there's a sale at pennies. 
<laughs> I just got these last week and they're on sale. Anyway, they gave me two copies of the same ad. Oh, okay. <laughs> she stands and with a shocked face says, Barry Glick is in town. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. She didn't say it like that. She said, Barry Glick is in town. <laughs> she then begins to panic, saying, Oh, I haven't, oh, I haven't seen King Glick this time. <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen Glick the Dick since high school. (laughs) She didn't Uh, say that. She didn't, but she wanted to. (laughs) She wanted to. She then actually kisses the post-it note before continuing. Barry Glick. Ma, ma, look. Look, Barry Glick. She sits on the edge of the chair. Sophia is sitting on and says, Oh, boy, did I want to fuck, or I mean, (laughs) did I have the hots for him? She glances at the note and says, he says he wants to get together next week. Sophia, surprised at this, asks, Hey, are you going to see him? Horthy. <laughs> Horthy. Because <laughs> she's a whore. <laughs> Horthy says, See him. If he's within 50 pounds of where he used to be, I'm going to be walking funny. <laughs> no. If he's within 50 pounds where he used to be, I'm going to marry him. Oh, Barry Glick. (laughs) Just then Rose, while continuing to read her messages, bursts out with, Oh, and Mrs. Montez found her cat. I'll bet she's happy, too. Sophia says, Hey, not exactly. She found it under a Jeep Wagoneer. Everyone just (laughs) stares at her. She always goes up on her and says, Jeep Wagoneer. Like, that's what she always says like that. It's funny. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, dude, Dor- Dorothy needs some dick, man. Like, yeah, maybe Glick could give it to her. Maybe. Um, Sophia looks the same age as the other two. Like, she doesn't look like she's old enough to be Dorothy's mom. Well, I think they are all about the same. I think I don't even well, think no, Sophia is like is the oldest mom. one. Oh, no, and I'm talking. I don't. I know in real life, but I'm talking about on yeah. the show. Sophia doesn't look any older than the other two. No. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I think in the recording, I could be wrong, but I think when at the time it recorded, I think so. The girl that played Sophia was the youngest. I thought. I don't know if she was the youngest, but I know she wasn't the oldest. That's for sure. Hmm. Um, they should have said Mr. Devalier died. That, I think that would have been a yeah. funnier Betty White joke. Betty White joke because she would have been like, "Oh, Mr. Devalier passed away." Oh, and I just see her rip it up and thought like that would just put him. <laughs> It would be kind of funny. Yeah. So it was confusing a little bit to me. Like when Sophia handed the messages on the post-it notes right. to Rose, she said, here's your messages. And then Dorothy also grabbed some too. So when Dorothy was reading about Glick the Dick, like right. I thought she was reading Rose's messages. So I was thinking like, oh, oh is there a high school like sweetheart, like, like a client of Rose? Like, Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah, I was yeah. like really confused. I didn't know that like. It would have been easier, you know, better if she said, here are your messages and here are your messages, you know, kind right. of thing. But I don't know. Hmm. I just got confused for a second. Also, Estelle Getty. Thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure the rest of the audience is like, oh, my God, finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scene five. Late that night, Dorothy gets up in her sexy ass pajamas mm. and knocks on Rose's door calling for her. When she doesn't answer, she resorts to banging on the door. Rose! Rose! (laughs) (laughs) When that doesn't work, she walks in and turns on the light yelling, Rose, will you wake up? 
You have a call. Well, she talks like that, but. <laughs> Rose stirs awake and asks, is it time to milk the cows, daddy? Oh, yeah, daddy. Dorothy answers, no, kitten. You have a phone call. <laughs> Rose, <laughs> Rose pulls her earplugs out of her ears and asks, what did you say, Dorothy? Mm-hmm. Dorothy begins to exaggerate, miming out the words. You have a phone call. It's your friend Milton. Rose goes to pick up the phone saying, I can't believe he's calling at this hour. Dorothy reminds her, well, you did tell him to call day or night. Mm-hmm. Rose defends herself saying, I meant it in a good way. She then begins to wink at Dorothy like, mm-hmm. hubba hubba. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. She says, I didn't mean it. It's just an expression like laughing. The whole la- world laughs with you. Well, the whole world doesn't really laugh. Mm-hmm. Dorothy comes back with a zinger saying, that's because they're too busy calling here in the middle of the night. Goodbye, mm-hmm. Rose. It's so dumb the way she says on. Anyways. Mm-hmm. But as she exits the room, we are treated to one of the shots in the opening sequence. Oh, shit. That's right. Yes. Blanche and Dorothy having a Laverne and Shirley moment as they startle each other as they both walk out of the different bedrooms at the same time. Hmm. Blanche yells, I hate phone calls in the middle of the night. Now I'll never get back to sleep. I'm as jumpy as a virgin at a prison rodeo. <laughs> she then struts away just like she did in the opening credits. Hmm. Dorothy ponders for a moment, finally saying, boy, that's pretty jumpy <laughs> mm. yeah i thought like when i saw that i was like it's kind of like when you go to a concert and then like the band you want to see plays like their hit song right it's kind of like that and you're just oh, like yeah. oh she's doing the thing she's doing the thing yeah. like yeah and you want to clap you're like oh yeah yeah or like that one scene from uh from family ties which one where you roll across his room on a chair no like when um he alex was because you know how alex was really good at taxes and all that kind of stuff yeah well, he was trying to do his taxes, and and Mike, I think, was his name Mike? Was his dad's name Mike? Nope. No, whatever his dad's name is, comes walking. He's like, hey. I mean, his real name was. Yeah. He's like, you having problems? And he goes, yeah, I'm just trying to get a discount, but I can't with all these family ties. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing that back, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. Yeah. Oh God. Uh-huh. I remember uh, I saw something recently when I was watching this one show, and it was a father and son, and mm-hmm. they were in the kitchen, and they were kind of going through like the one uh, the dad was making food and stuff in the kitchen, right? And he goes like, "Where are all the damn silver spoons?" <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So why when because remember in the in that scene she mimes like you know you have a phone call you know right but she mimed phone like the mm-hmm. old timey two hand set like <laughs> phone like how old is Dorothy like Jesus I don't like, even think her mom hand. would do that her mom probably has a cell phone already <laughs> <laughs> it just was odd that she would do it like that I don't know, not like the old you know pinky and thumb thing like most well, people would do i saw a youtube video they were talking about that they said the newer generations don't do it like that they do it like this like you're holding a cell phone they do it like this like that's what the weird. hell is that like that's not that's not a phone no it's this is a pinky phone. pinky and thumb that's yeah. a phone <laughs> yeah, or yeah. or hang 10 this also means that exactly yeah. um how on how on earth i gotta call bullshit on something 
Oh, how, you call him bullshit? Yeah. How, how in the hell could Rose mistake Dorothy's voice for her dad? Oh. Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Rose, get up. Daddy? Daddy? Yeah, I get it now. Um, <laughs> why was Rose sleeping with earplugs? I don't know. Maybe. Well, she has a room next door to like Blanche. So maybe. Oh, you know, Blanche is a screamer. <laughs> you know, she is. Um, but I mean, can it, if you, I mean, you've slept with earplugs in every night. Can't that do damage to your ears? Can it cause like wax buildup or something? I don't know about wax build up. It could build up moisture, possibly. Um, mm. Cause an ear infection or Cause an ear infection, probably. I, I don't know. Like, I used to work on security, and, and then we'd have, like, I'd have, like, an earbud in all day, yeah. like, a 12-hour shift. Yeah. And after taking it out, I, my ear was kind of moist. Well, mine, um, I developed tinnitus from doing that too much, from having one yeah. earbud in. That's why, if yeah. you notice, like, when I message you, uh, you know, smoke and mirrors, when I message you when I get off work, uh, that's why I have the big cans over my ears. That's because my uh, earbuds were kind of hurting my ears after a while. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Oh. Scene six. Yeah. As Blanche and Dorothy walk into the living room, Blanche asks, well, didn't the phone scare you? <laughs> Dorothy confirms, well, of course it did. One of those times I really miss having a man around. They're so good at answering the phone in the middle of the night. <laughs> Blanche gives Dorothy a look and says, that's not all they're good at. <laughs> We then hear Sophia say, and when they're really good, you don't even hear the phone. <laughs> Dorothy, that's not more like Regis Philbin. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it was Regis Philbin, you got to shout when you say it. You don't even hear the phone. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dorothy and Blanche look around to try to figure out where the voice is coming from and don't understand how stereoscopic exactly, <laughs> hearing yeah. works. Finally, spotting Sophia sitting in a dark corner of the living room. Dorothy gets up and asks, Ma, why are you sitting here in the dark? <laughs> Sophia says, why not? <laughs> I've seen the living room before. Then <laughs> uh, Kelly Ripa comes in. No. Dorothy, getting herself all worked up, says, look, look, I've got to get some rest. Tomorrow I'm seeing Barry's dick. <laughs> Sorry, Barry Glick for the first time in 35 years. If I don't get at least six hours sleep, I look like Buddy Epson. <laughs> I would talk like Buddy Epson. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> well, this is where Blanche casually says, now that you mention it, oh. you kind of sound like him, too. <laughs> Dorothy cuts her off saying, shut up, Blanche. Oh, damn. I know. Right? Blanche then changes her tune saying, Oh, I know it. You're right. I'm just terrible. If I get up in the middle of the night, I eat. Hmm. I do declare. Dorothy's like, then I hope you get up tomorrow night. (laughs) (laughs) Dorothy then dramatically spins around and says, wait a minute. You know something? We're being selfish. I mean, Rose's problem is more important than my date. Blanche adds, am I losing two pounds? Sophia corrects her saying, three pounds. Dorothy, now sitting, says, she has to face reality. Blanche, getting defensive, says, I am. I already lost one pound. (laughs) Sophia quips, in your dreams. Then shuts the lamp off next to her and sits in the dark again, like Norman's mother in Psycho. Mm, Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Norman. Dorothy clarifies, saying, 
I'm talking about Rose. She has to find a job. She's been out of work for over a week. <laughs> As she says this, Rose comes walking out of the room saying, I'm really sorry about this, girls. It won't happen again. <laughs> She holds Blanche's hand as she says, now, come on, we can all go back to bed. But she's cut off by Dorothy, who says, no, 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 wait, Rose, sit down. (laughs) As Rose sits down, she says in the most loving of tones, now, listen, we have something to talk about. We are worried about you. Now, maybe it's none of our business, but all the time you spend with those pathetic wimps from the center, mm-hmm. you should spend looking for a job. Rose, looking like she's about to cry, says, but those wimps need me. <laughs> Blanche then tries her turn saying, but Rose, honey, you have your own problems. Dorothy begins to raise her voice saying, look, you are 55, unemployed, your husband is dead, you're ugly. You bear- <laughs> she didn't say that. And you have a wimpy girly voice. <laughs> wimpy girly. <laughs> and you have no training. <laughs> Blanche adds, let's face it, Rose. You're not exactly Mary Lou Ritten. Honey, we know it's not easy, but you got to get out there and try. Rose now pissed. Yep. She yells and says, I have tried. I just haven't told you. Rose begins to angrily walk back to her room as she says, I've had dozens of job interviews since the center closed. No one wants me. I can't afford to not work. I need something to do with my life. I never think of myself as old, but everyone else does. Maybe I am old. Old and useless and terrified. And I wish I was a dinosaur. Because then I'd be extinct. Rose stomps back to her room and... Wishes she was a dinosaur. It's okay. I know it's the first time reading the script. Why? Why do they all have the same afros? They all have silver afros. You know. know, That was just the style back then. My mom had that hair too. Like your mom had like tight perms every once in a while. That's what an afro is. (laughs) <laughs> um mike brady she had the mike brady um but then like she your mom also had them going to come cornets she had one side braided but the other side <laughs> yeah she <laughs> every once in a while she get those extensions that hang down to her ass it's like mom stop and the <laughs> clickety clank beads and stuff yeah. and she'd get in a fight yeah. with some other old lady start pulling out her weave and stuff um <laughs> is this what we're gonna be like when we're old and like 55 just sitting around bitching at each other <laughs> Yeah, and all of a sudden her hair gets short and curly. Yeah. <laughs> like pubes? <laughs> exactly. Um, man, Rose looked like she wanted to punch all of them. <laughs> Rose was pissed. <laughs> um, yeah. But what's funny, um, if you next time you watch this, look at Blanche because like yeah. she overacts when she doesn't have any lines. <laughs> she overacts her <laughs> ass off. Like she's always like like the whole time, it's almost distracting. Like her, all the goofy ass faces podcast. she makes. Yeah. All the goofy <laughs> ass faces she makes. It's pretty funny. Yeah. That's cool. No, I didn't notice. I didn't notice. Um, so I, I looked into something um, I thought was kind of interesting because um, Blanche says, you know, let's face it, Rose, you're not exactly Mary Lou Retton. Right. And who, because she says, because um, 
Dorothy even says, look, let's face it. You're 55, unemployed and all that, blah, blah, blah. Right. Your husband's dead and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, I looked it up and this year, Marilee Rutten is actually 55 years old. No, that's not. Oh, it's not. Oh, sorry. I wasn't sure where you're going with that. All right. <laughs> Marilee Rutten is actually 55 years old this year. She probably still looks like she's 25. <laughs> and she's divorced. So. Damn. She's just much of a loser as Rose is. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Divorce people. My God. There's no hope for them. No. Nah. No, nah, they're all losers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Scenes of all. As Rose lays in her bed, and just as she's about to start singing Hopelessly Devoted to You, <laughs> there's a knock at the door. Rose reluctantly says, come in. Lo and behold, it's Dorothy and Blanche, who apparently can't take a hint. As they walk (laughs) in, Dorothy speaks first, saying, oh, Rose, Rose, honey. Now, why didn't you tell us what was going on? (laughs) Dorothy and Blanche lay on each side and begin rubbing her back. Damn. Yeah. They start making out and shit. No. (laughs) (laughs) Rose begins to... Rose begins oh. to get up saying, because you can't help me find a job because nobody or nothing can make me uh, make me young again. Dorothy says, oh, all right, Rose. So your life isn't the same as it used to be. The rules have changed, but it's happened before, hasn't it? I mean, what did you do after Charlie died? Rose looks at Dorothy like she's an idiot and says, <laughs> buried him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that as somebody like, what'd you do when your dad died? Uh, well, we cremated him. Um, <laughs> Dorothy rephrases it asking, I mean, what did you do the next day when you had to start putting your life together? Rose says, I couldn't do it. I'd been a housewife for 32 years. I totally depended on Charlie. Dorothy now raising her voice, shocking, saying, <laughs> but the point is, eventually you did what you had to do. You took care of yourself. Sweetheart. You're now in exactly the same position. Rose speaks up finally, saying, not exactly. I'm laying down. (laughs) I was about to start singing the song before you guys walked in. (laughs) I'm five years older, and nobody wants me around. She dramatically lays on the bed as Blanche says, oh, honey, we want you around. (laughs) And then she looks at Dorothy and goes, no. (laughs) We just can't afford to pay for you. Dorothy, not giving up, says, Rose, Rose, look at me. Rose, listen. Rose. Rose. <laughs> Rose. Rose. Up here. Up here. <laughs> you are feeling sorry for yourself. Sure, you're five years older. So am I. So is Blanche. Blanche <laughs> throws Dorothy a dirty look. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have a few more wrinkles. So do I. So is Blanche. Dor- Dorothy gets an even harsher look from Blanche. Mm. All right. So you're a little thicker on the middle. So is Blanche. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we are not going to stand by and just let you give up. We're going to figure out what it is you're doing wrong on these interviews. We're going to fix it. And we're going to try and get some more appointments. Rose jumps up and says, appointments are the easy part. I've got one tomorrow. Mm -hmm. She then picks up something and says, I'd kill for this job. Blanche, come here. (laughs) (laughs) A kill for this job? Sorry. (laughs) Hospital administrator, but I'll never get it. I'm not qualified. I'm too old. Mm -hmm. Dorothy cuts that shit off asking, what time is your appointment? Rose answers 830. 
Dorothy asks, all right, let me see your resume. She picks it up saying, okay, now let's see. She then begins reading. Home ec major at Rockport Community College. Six months at St. Paul's Business School. 32 years of marriage. Laid off from your job at grief counseling. Hobbies. Cheese making. <laughs> Dorothy pauses, <clears throat> not believing what she's reading. She glances at Rose, half expecting her to say it's a joke. But Rose just nods in agreement. <laughs> Dorothy goes back to reading stamp collecting and Viking history. <laughs> Dorothy then tells her something that I'm sure she's been told before. Rose, this stinks. Ew, why has she been told that before? Come on, Tang. <laughs> you don't know that shit. <clears throat> so, what's wrong with her hobbies? I just don't think it's something that needs to go on a professional resume. That's you know? true. Yeah, like we want our point. hospital to operate <laughs> at the utmost efficiency. What can mm -hmm. you contribute? Well, I study Viking history. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, stamp collecting. Hello. Don't you don't you want a snack in the meetings? I got you, man. All the cheese you want. It, it's, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I guess so. Um, so I should probably remove my hobbies from my resume then. Well, it depends. Is it Viking Viking collecting and cheese making? Cheese history, <laughs> cheese history, collecting. Viking collecting, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a <clears throat> yeah. It's Viking stamp um, making. Uh, no, we, we don't no judging on this show. Man, that was the hottest fucking bed scene I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Three um, women in their nineties on one bed. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, I was waiting for the pillow fight to start because you know after you know what happens after that after the pillow fight. Um, yeah. What? Tell the, tell the audience what it is. <laughs> well, it, what is going on over your house? My dog. She <laughs> rolls around the floor, gets all... It's not just the dog. I'm hearing, is that a cat? No, that was the dog. Oh, yeah, the cat as well. The cat's been meowing <laughs> like crazy, and the dog's rolling around the floor going... <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, I, I just didn't want our listeners going like, what the hell's going on over there? Um, but after the, you said the pillow fight? Yes. After the pillow fight, then I mean, you know, clothes get torn. And yeah, well, then the making out, out starts. That's when. That's when. That's yeah. when. Yeah, everybody knows that. If you've ever been to a girl's summer party, that's what happens. Um, yeah, I've totally been like a lot of like a million times. Hell yeah, and that's what happens every time. Well, you were telling us on one episode about how, um, like you, they had you had some kind of uh, pool party or something at yeah. your house. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to yeah. see Lisa Gardner in a bathing suit? <laughs> Lisa Gardner. That one wasn't Lisa Gardner. Who was it? Lisa Stumphauser. Stumphauser. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 yeah I did. Oh, and then also uh, Michelle Blaylock too. She was in a bikini. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> hmm. All right. Um, this is it. Sad that I'm 47 and I'm thinking about high school girls. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're thinking about it from the perspective of when you were in high school. If you're thinking about them back then, now at the age you are now, yeah, that's pretty creepy. Well, that's literally what I was just doing. Yeah, it's pretty but creepy. it's my memory of like a twelve year old or thirteen year old, yeah. or fourteen. I don't remember how old I was, but um, their apartment looks like every timeshare I've ever seen. How many timeshares have you seen? You you've never spent time in a timeshare? 
No. No. Well, I mean, I'll have relatives that either own a timeshare or they come and use a timeshare or something, but they're always decorated with that wicker furniture <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the flowery print, you know, couches yeah. and the weird beach, you know, fake paintings on the wall. And so it's always the same shit. <clears throat> no, honey, Jimmy, honey, that was, that was the backdrop for outside. <laughs> <laughs> that was a window. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize it too, but they, they live on the beach. Yeah. I didn't know. So I was looking out the back windows. I'm like, this is freaking ocean out there. Yeah, but it's funny when they show the establishing shot that shit ain't on the fucking beach, is it? Funny how that works. You know, like a liar. Yeah, they're in a neighborhood. They're straight up neighborhood normally. And then they'd show inside like, oh, look, we're in a mansion on a beach. Uh, We're in a fucking (laughs) neighborhood. Um, Hmm. Blanche, a room clan hand. She looked like she was trying not to laugh in the scene. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice. Yeah. Funny. That's Scene eight. Ooh. Rose insists, saying, Well, it's the truth. Mm. Oh, they're talking about the resume. Sorry. Yes. Blanche says, Honey, sometimes you have to stretch the truth. Dorothy agrees, saying, Of course you do. Now let's see. <laughs> she gets an idea and says, Graduated top in your class. She then writes, Intensive postgraduate study. Okay. Dorothy then gets another idea and says, 32 years with the same employer until you move to Miami. Currently seeking work in the private sector. Dorothy, proud of what she's written. You know, like a liar. (laughs) Says, voila. This is the resume of a potential hospital administrator. Rose finally smiling says, well, I don't know if I can pull it off, but I'm willing to try. Sounds like a wedding night. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Just like me. Just like me with those damn Speedos back in high school swim team. <laughs> Why do you bring that shit up? <laughs> we get it. You're on the swim team. Damn. <laughs> just post a picture of you in the high school Speedos, man. And just get it over with. Damn. <laughs> Trying to pass all these hints on people like, no, Jack, we want to see you in Speedos. <laughs> Dorothy, relieved, says, oh, good. Now we can get some sleep. Blanche disagrees, saying, oh, I can't fall asleep now. Dorothy turns and asks, still at the rodeo, Blanche? <laughs> Rose jumps up, puts down her resume and says, I can't sleep either. Why don't I make all of us some more milk? After I drink milk, I go right to sleep. Blanche adds, I can think of something else after which I go right to sleep. Muscle milk. Yeah. (laughs) Huh, Dorothy? (laughs) Dorothy casually says, during. (laughs) Gross. Mm. Uh, I don't don't get what Blanche was talking about. I don't know either. Like something else that you would do to go to sleep. Maybe she works out. Maybe. Maybe she watches the boring TV shows like Maud. Yeah. <laughs> Maud. Oh, oops. Yeah. She was on that one show. Um, <clears throat> they both were. So wait, Rose is going to use a, her resume written partially in pencil. <laughs> and also mar- marked out <laughs> in <laughs> pencil. <laughs> it says here that you were in a marriage, but then you marked it off saying an employer. You know, like a liar. Hmm. <laughs> Which is it? <laughs> Well, I felt like I was married to my job. <laughs> yeah. So in TV shows, they always talk about like warm milk and how it's soothing. Like, right. 
That sounds disgusting to it me. It does sound disgusting. Like, I love milk. milk, but like warm milk sounds terrible. Yeah, I agree. Like, I just think milk should be cold, like super cold, like the colder the better. And it's just, I don't know. It's yeah, weird. I think milk is best in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'll, you could leak out your trash can and all that in your bag. And I mean the outside trash. Or you could just say in the sink. In the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Told me to say it. I wasn't like saying, telling you how to tell your joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. In the sink. <laughs> you gonna edit that to make it funny now? <laughs> oh shit! <sighs> now the only time I have milk is in my cereal. That's it. Gotcha. It makes me gotcha. fought really bad. <laughs> it repeats really, on you. It's really super bad. <clears throat> so it repeats on you. Does that mean you're lactose intolerant? It sounds like you might be. Hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, for some That's reason, fun. eating cereal makes me happy because it tastes good, and it makes me happy because I just giggle every time I fart. So, not only I get a nice full tummy and it tastes good, but I just giggle my ass off for like two hours afterwards. So, it's great. <laughs> um. All right. So this is where we take our next break. <laughs> so Rose got fired and is super depressed. No, she got laid off. She can get fired. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Rose got f- laid off and is super yeah. depressed. She got what off? Laid. <laughs> Does she need cheesecake or a beefcake? <laughs> no. We will be back. Hey, Gen Xers, get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First, listen to the 80s weekly newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Streaming. Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man? It looked interesting, but it looks like it's another spin-off of the Rescue Bots. Collectibles and more. They made Tina Turner into a Barbie. Then listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. <laughs> Ooh, a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, grandparents. Michael, Michael J. J. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we are back. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That was a good mm-hmm. break. That was one of the best breaks ever. Damn. Yeah, because I got to I got to use my Sophia cup. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually you do have a Sophia that. cup. You should post that. I should. Yeah, I really have a Sophia cup. I got it from um, um, 
Not Bed Bath & Beyond, but it's a store like that. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Like Bath and Body Works or something? Uh, I can't remember I what know. it's called. But yeah, it's something like that. But it's kind of, it's it's creepy looking. You think it's creepy looking? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> it's like she's staring into your soul. Because it's not just a coffee cup with like a picture of like Estelle Getty. Oh, That's no, it's it. molded. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's molded. Too. Yeah. Like you get to it see her like head. It. it looks like somebody chopped off the top of her head. And you know what? You know what? Uh, what's different about this? This one's a really special mug. You know why? Why? Is that a Werther's original in her head? It is. Her, her top of her head is very sweet. See? <laughs> what is that? It's a Reese cup. Oh, I can. Oh, yeah. Something. Yeah. Nice. It's a very special mug. <clears throat> so, um, so you may or may not know this. What's that? But I'm a huge Betty White fan. <laughs> no, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Betty White's awesome. She's badass. She was yeah. badass. <clears throat> I feel like there's like, um, like you have like Betty White pictures in a room somewhere with like like with red yarn. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> uh, frighteningly, I frighteningly, frightening, frighteningly nailed it, didn't I? Yeah, wow, that was hard to say. Yeah, the little, little piece <laughs> of her hair. <laughs> um, so I I did a little bit of research. And found out some interesting facts about Ms. White. Um, If you are interested to hear them. Um, No, that's fine. Let's just move on. Where are we left off? Of course. Let's hear it. All right. First things first. Yeah. um, You know how all actors and actresses, most of them anyways, have a stage name. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. What do you think? Uh, well, let me. I shouldn't ask that. Uh, what do you think Betty White's given name was? Like, what do you think her real first name is? Oh, um, Bethina. See, I would, um, I would have thought Elizabeth. Was bit, you know, but oh, it's actually yeah, Betty. So, oh, like so Betty she White is her like actual name. Yeah, <laughs> that way. Isn't that crazy? Um, what is Betty? What Betty was? What, why am I saying was? What is Betty White in the Guinness Book of World Records for? Oh. She's in Guinness um, still. Oh. And what do you think what do you think she's in for? Um, well, she's had a long career, so maybe something about most hours on TV or something. Yeah. She's um, longest career on television, more than oh. 70 years. That's crazy. 70. Regis Philbin had won the award for longest hours on TV. Well, I, like she... Specifically, she's for female. She's the longest. Oh, nice. But it did say that she was tied with somebody else. So, um, What role on Golden Girls did Betty White originally audition for? Oh. She originally um, didn't want to play Rose. She originally wanted to play something else. I don't know. And this would have been badass if she would have got the part. Like Blanche or something? I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> you want to see Betty get all slutty. horny and shit? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if she was not an actor, yeah, what would she have wanted to be? What was like her runner-up career? Oh, um, well, I know she likes animals, so something right. like veterinary or something. I don't Close. Know. Close. She wanted to be a zookeeper. Oh, that's Yeah, because apparently really she was huge in the... The uh, San Francisco Zoo. Apparently, she was like on the board of directors and stuff. Uh, she also had a pet snake. She had a pet python, which was awesome. Nice. Um, who's older, Betty White or sliced bread? Oh, I do know this one. I've seen the meme. Yeah, it's Betty White. Yeah. 
Fine. Okay. In that case, where we left off. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did Betty White originally want to be in show business? Did like originally she, zookeeper? <laughs> <laughs> well, originally in, in show business, she she set out to do. She really wanted to be something, and obviously, it wasn't oh. an actor. So, what did she wanted? What was she originally wanting to be? Um, I don't know, like a dancer or something. I don't know. No, she originally wanted to be an opera singer. Can she sing? Yeah, there's there. If you look at old footage of her on the Betty White Show, uh, yeah, there's footage of her singing. She actually was on the Betty bad. White Show. Yeah. What like? How long ago was that? This was in the fifties. She got in in trouble for having a um, for having like a, there was her band leader who would also dance on the show. Um, yeah. she she got in trouble for having a black band leader on the show. <laughs> and so when people had negative shit to say about it, she took it a step further and gave him his own dance number on the next episode. <laughs> she just did not give a fuck. Nice. So she was canceled shortly after that, oh, but she didn't nice. give a shit. Um, right. Did Betty white ever take, well, let me, let me rephrase this. A couple of years ago, about about 20 years ago, there was a rumor that Betty White was going to pose in Playboy. Okay. Right? Has Betty White ever posed naked? I would say definitely not. Definitely so. Definitely so. Definitely so. Like, I'm, I'm going to send so. you a, um, uh, a, a website, but it's yeah. to a calendar she did. When she was in her 20s or 30s. This is not going to put me like on a red flag somewhere on like the FBI list, right? Oh, I don't know. I'm, we're probably already on that for the weird oh, shit we talk you're about. you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, yeah, she posts in a calendar. Naked. Oh, shit. She uh, is naked. She's all kinds uh, of naked. And if you look really hard enough, get it hard. <laughs> if you look really hard enough, you can find it without the little... I know it's things. like all censored. There's like circles. Yeah. Is there is there uncensored versions of this? There is. Yeah, you got to look for it. But yeah, there is. Yeah. Why didn't you send me those? Because I didn't want to take. Oh, it's a family the show. That, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't want people hearing about boobies. Yeah, it's um, a family show. We don't fucking. We need to show fucking naked chicks and shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but damn. Like. Okay. I. I kind of see where. All right. Hmm. Betty White was the first female, like in history, to produce a sitcom, a TV sitcom. What yeah. year did that happen? Did you just spoiler alert it earlier when you said the Betty White show? No. I mean, oh, not Betty White show, 50 something? I don't know. 1953. Holy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Damn. Damn. Yeah. To date. Betty White is the only female to win a daytime Emmy in what category? Um, television. <laughs> That's outstanding game show host. What? When did she host yeah. a game show? I think it was uh, Match Game or something like that. That's where she met her husband. What? Yeah. Is this like in the sixties or something like that? I think so. Yeah, back in the big uh, uh, game show boom, like the golden age or whatever. <laughs> right. Right. Um, how old was Betty White? When the Golden Girls began airing. Oh, well, we actually we can deduce it already just from the knowledge that we learned from this episode. So yep. she said he was 60. So 63, because this is season one. So right. you already alluded to that. She was 63 in the yep. 63. So, yeah. yeah. 
And the last thing, according to um, her being on Inside the Actor Studio, yeah. What is Betty White's favorite curse word? Hmm. Does she curse? Oh God, yes. <laughs> like you, I mean, I've seen... heard her like be like dirty and stuff like that for comedy's sake, but I don't know if I've ever heard her. You should okay. watch Lake Placid. I think she drops the f bomb in Lake Placid. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't know. Most people say fuck, but I don't know. What? Son of a bitch. <laughs> like isn't written out like one word. Son of a bitch. No, it's written out separate. Son of oh. a bitch. Yeah. Hmm. But I, I started looking at it because she's got such a long career. Um, so I started getting curious about what kind of awards and stuff she got. And I thought it was kind of impressive. Yeah. She was nominated for a primetime Emmy 21 times. Damn. Winning five times, which that's, that's impressive enough in and of itself. Damn. She was nominated for three daytime Emmy awards, winning twice. She won one regional Emmy award. I don't know what that means. She won one Grammy award. Grammy? Homegirl won a Grammy award. Um, four Golden Globe nominations. She would, she didn't win any. Two MTV Movie Award nominations. Three People's mm. Choice Awards winning once. Five Screen Actors Guild uh, uh, winnings twice. And one Teen Choice Award win. So, hmm. Old girl was... Uh, so, yeah. she could have been one of those few... What's it called when you win like the four? Okay. <laughs> oh no, you're talking of it. You're you're thinking of, if she would have got a Tony Award, she would have been a um what was it? Um oh, what the fuck is it called? Oscar, Grammy, Tony, yeah. and oh Emmy. So what is it called? Is it EGOT? Is that what that EGOT, is? EGOT, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, once again, listeners are yelling at us. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. She never <clears throat> won a um um, an Academy Award. Yeah. So she would need an Academy Award and a Tony Award. Hmm. So, <clears throat> so what did she win a Grammy for? I think it was spoken word. Yeah. So that would have been she like, do a, like a like book a, or something. Yeah, audio book or something, or a comedy special or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Betty White was the shit. Yeah. She was the shit. I don't care if she was ninety nine. She was still gone too soon. Hell yeah, hundred percent. She was. And she apparently she left her house to like a nonprofit kind of thing. So people were upset because when she died, they tore her house down. They demolished it. And I, I think, yeah, I think it's because they sold the property because it was to a nonprofit and they're going to build something else in the in the, the place. Yep. See, and those pr- same people are going to buy the Brady house. And that's what you're going to do. Yeah, probably. <sighs> but I mean, apparently Betty White had lived in the same house for a long time and it wasn't very elaborate of a house. It was just like a normal house. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Betty White was awesome. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. <clears throat> all right. So you ready to get back into this? Now that we're all depressed and shit? I know. Yep. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. All right. So when we left off, mm-hmm. Rose got laid. What? Yeah. Off from her job. Oh, oh. And is going through a bit of a depression. Oh. Now, Dorothy and Blanche are finding out her resume sucks. Damn. Can they save the day, Tech? I don't know. Let's see. Hopefully. What do you mean? You, you watched this last week. <laughs> Just mess with you. Okay. <laughs> so let's get back into this. Scene nine. Once in the kitchen, they all sit down as Rose gets the milk out of the fridge. Rose stops and says, girls. We can't drink plain milk, even though I literally 
came up with the idea. We can't right. drink plain milk. <laughs> Blanche asks, why not? Rose says, it's disgusting. And <laughs> See, I didn't get that line. <laughs> What's that? I didn't get that line. That's <laughs> all I have some milk. We can't have milk. It's gross. Like, <laughs> if we're going to have milk, we need cookies. <laughs> Blanche, speaking my lang- Miantac language, says, mm-hmm. well, hell. <laughs> I'm gonna have cookies. Yeah. I'm gonna have cheesecake. Oh, shit. Rose, all excited, asks, Is there cheesecake? Ooh, there better be. Blanche, like a child, says, Chocolate cheesecake. <laughs> God. Then Blanche makes Rose squeal. Then they have a pillow fight and they start making oh, out. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, no way there, did you? <laughs> oh man! <clears throat> Dorothy, aka Debbie Downer, asks, "You bought cheesecake? <laughs> you bought chocolate cheesecake?" Blanche confirms, saying, "For an emergency." Dorothy, still drilling her, <laughs> yeah, with questions, <laughs> asks, "What kind of an emergency? Nuclear war?" Oh shit! Blanche corrects her, saying, "Depression." Hmm. Rose, looking in the fridge, exclaims, oh, you'll never guess what I found. Dorothy quips, Judge Crater. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, anyways, Rose runs back <laughs> saying, <laughs> cookies and cream ice cream. It's too many creams. My favorite, as Blanche puts down four plates, strangely seeing that there's only three of them in there. <laughs> Debbie Downer says, wait a minute, we're eating dessert. We can't start with dessert. If we're going to have dessert, we better have something to begin with. Mm-hmm. Rose jumps up and says, sure, you can have some lemon chicken and smoked ham. It's all prepared. <laughs> that's, that's such white people food. <laughs> you know what I, mean? well, I find it funny, too, since you stopped. Yeah. <laughs> She's all like, oh, you can have some you know, chicken in the fridge that... You literally made a few hours ago that nobody <laughs> oh, thank ate, apparently. You. Thank you for allowing me to have the chicken I made. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Blanche, getting frustrated, says, oh, let's start with the appetizers. Rose agrees, saying, that's fine. Dorothy asks, how about smoked oysters? Rose agrees, saying, that's fine. <laughs> Dorothy grabs a couple of things from the fridge and begins to walk back to the table, just as Rose yells, oh, you'll never guess what I found. Dorothy comes back with another zinger saying, Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Rose yells, pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Blanche, knowing what's coming up, says, uh-oh. Mm. Dorothy stops her from talking any further as she says, don't tell mom. Mm. Rose suggests that could be an appetizer or dessert. <laughs> oh, <No? laughs> Blanche, who's setting every condiment known to man on the table, says, well, this is good. This is all the food that would have spoiled. (laughs) Dorothy says, I am so glad that my date with Barry is tomorrow. The fat won't have time to show. Hmm. Dorothy stops, looks at the table, and in a panic says, Viv, where's the drawn butter? Where's the (laughs) (laughs) drawn? For those that know. (laughs) It's wrong show. All right. Rose confused asks, it won't? Dorothy says, no, it always takes a few days before it shows. (laughs) Rose asks, where does it go in the meantime? (laughs) Dorothy finally loses it, yells to Connecticut. How do I know where it goes? (laughs) 
Blanche speaks up and says, with me, the minute it goes in my mouth, I balloon up. I can go out to dinner and in the middle of the meal, my pants are cutting off the circulation so bad, my feet are turning blue. Hmm. So did Blanche just admit that as soon as it goes in her mouth, her pants come off? No. She admitted that as soon as anything goes in her mouth, she wants to take her pants off. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I knew there was something special And then she said something about something gets blown or something. No, blue. Never mind. <laughs> um, what is Rose talking about? Milk was her idea. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't get that either. <laughs> Guys, let's go have some milk. Okay. Wait, we can't have milk because it's gross. It's like, I, I just remembered something. What is milk bad? No, it's fucking nasty. It's just, <laughs> it just tastes gross. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> um, it's interesting to me. I thought this was interesting. It's interesting that she refers to Sophia as mom to the rest yeah. of the cast and not my mom. Yeah, some people do that. I think it's no. weird. Because Sophia is no relation to Blanche or Rose. Right. So like if my if you hypothetical situation. <laughs> okay. If you and me and my mom all live together. <laughs> okay. I would not look at you and be like, "Hey, mom wants you." You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's just weird. It'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend, she does that. Every time she refers to her parents, she always says, well, mom said this, and or, you know, dad said that. And it's like, I'm like, mom, I always come back with, my mom said that? My mom passed away. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Scene 10. Ooh. Dorothy, feeling the tingles and jingles, says, oh, shit. well, I just want to be svelte for Barry. <laughs> <laughs> As the ladies continue to eat, Rose smiles and says, Barry Glick is very important to you. Dorothy sighs and says, Barry was the man that I wanted to be the first. Rose not getting it as first where <laughs> Dorothy yells. Oh, there's a fucking surprise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On Mars, Rose, my first lover. Blanche asks, so what happened? Dorothy gets serious and says, Stanley, that's what happened. Stanley. I went to a drive-in with Stanley. He said it was being shipped off to Korea and would probably die and it would mean so much. That was my part of the war effort. Hmm. He called it <laughs> He called it my little fox hole. <laughs> That's disgusting tech. It, <laughs> it took three seconds. I wasn't sure that we had done anything until nine months later when the baby came. Oh, then I figured out that we had. You know, that was my only proof. Hmm. Rose says, I waited till my wedding night. Blanche, perhaps calling bullshit, says, no. <laughs> Did you notice uh, Dorothy's face when she said that, too? Uh-uh. It's so funny. I know this is a podcast, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> right, right. <'Cause, laughs> and for those who didn't see it. Too bad for those who did, then you know what I'm doing. Well, the, you um, mean for you mean for those who did their homework? Exactly, uh-huh. exactly. Um, this let this be a lesson. You better do your exactly. homework. Exactly. So, like, she goes, uh, "I waited till my wedding night." <laughs> Dorothy goes, like, <laughs> "That's very funny." <laughs> she makes a face like, "That's what you sound like." That's what you sound like. Uh, Rose offended retorts, yes. Ron, I mean, Dorothy, 
wanting to hear all the details. (laughs) (laughs) And Rose thinks for a second and says, and it was a surprise. Blanche confused asks, how is that possible? Another man showed up? Oh, damn. Now we know what Blanche was into. (laughs) Rose, trying to find the words, says, what I mean is, I had never seen a man before. Blanche, about as bright as Rose, thinks for a moment, finally asking, a man? (laughs) Rose rolls her eyes and says, you know, a man. (laughs) Blanche, not believing believing what she's hearing, says, no. But Rose insists, yes. (laughs) Dorothy, no lie, busts out with, what about your father? I mean, you never saw your father? What the fuck, Rose? No, that's not right. <laughs> what the fuck, Rose? That's awesome. What the fuck, Rose? Come on. You never seen your dad. We've all seen your dad. You haven't seen your dad? No. <laughs> You're the only one in this house that hasn't seen your dad's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Rose mortified and beginning to freak out asked my father oh no my father oh my god what the fuck I would I would have simply died oh you d- oh my god <laughs> Dorothy and Blanche both seeing Rose is going off the rails tries to calm her down Rose takes a second to calm down finally saying the only thing I ever... My father! Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> my, brother, my brother and my cousin, yeah. But my father? <clears throat> the only things I ever saw were the animals on the farm. You know, the bulls and the horses. Blanche says, tough act to follow. <laughs> okay, your father? What the fuck? I mean, your uncle made it. <laughs> but your father? Oh, my God. Yeah, you don't like that. okay so do women really talk like this like do they do they really like when they eat cheesecake and sandwiches and shit do they really is that the first thing they go to is like the first time they had sex and you know their vag and stuff like that is that what they talk about i assume so hmm the proof's right here i mean we see it that's wasn't this episode written by like three women well they don't they wouldn't put it on tv if it wasn't real i mean come on now that's like saying that shit on the internet's not real yeah, this um, episode was written by Susan, Terry, and Kathy, so... That's a good point. Well, Terry could have been a guy. True. He's the one that had the the, the story, the weak storyline that, <laughs> that nobody really gave a shit about, you know? Which so, line is that all about? <clears throat> Mortimer or whatever his well, name the, is? The whole thing about, Milton. like, her losing her job and the resume and shit, like, they never <laughs> come back to that. Well, I guess they do, but... Yeah, they, they throw it in the little tag in the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Dorothy looks pissed like all the fucking time. Like, is there ever an episode <laughs> yeah. where Dorothy's just super happy? Well, she was super happy when she learned about Barry Glick. Yeah, it's true. For like five seconds till her mom opened her mouth and she got all pissed. <laughs> I don't think Dorothy should live with her mom. No. Did they ever have an episode of Golden Girls where one of them died? Like where, where um, Sophia died? I don't know. I almost would like to see that. I, w- I would have liked yeah. to see that episode where Sophia passes away and then Rose and Blanche and Dorothy have to deal with Sophia passing away. Like it would have yeah. been interesting to see because Dorothy 
she has said it's, she seems to have such a love hate relationship with her mom. Um, and I, I don't think that's uncommon, but it would have been interesting seeing somebody as, as, as hardened <laughs> as Dorothy dealing yeah. with something like that. Hmm. Cause you know, Rose would have been completely like, she would have been crushed. Yeah. A mess. <clears throat> Blanche would have tried to act like it didn't bother when it really did. And then Dorothy, mm-hmm. I would, it would be interesting to see how the character Dorothy would handle it. Yeah. Well, I feel like Dorothy would be more worried about the logistics of handling everything versus like actually dealing with the death. Yeah, I could see that. Like what to do with the, uh, you know, extra cheesecake or whatever. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> um, well, I don't know how much Sophia has as far as possessions go. So it would have just, it would just be the stuff in a room because she obviously didn't well, have a house because she lives that, in Dorothy. But like also setting up a funeral, doing this and yeah, that yeah. and. You know, awake and, you know, do you cremate well, she, her? Do you do open casket? But she probably would want to be shipped back to Sicily and be buried over there. Yeah, so they'd probably. have to have a special episode on location in Sicily. Hmm. I mean, it's practically writing itself. It is. Yeah. We should write the script and submit it. Yeah. It would be funny if there's already an episode just like this. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> People are yelling at me. Yeah. It's fucking season eight. episode fucking 20. <laughs> That's like if like I got, I got a little bit of a bone to pick. <laughs> okay. Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher, if you guys listen to this show, I got a bone to pick with you guys because I submitted a script that I think would be a cool script for The Office if they ever brought it back. (laughs) And I sent it to you guys and I didn't get one damn response, which tells me you didn't even read it. Or maybe they did, but they didn't want to say anything. Maybe they just didn't read it. Or maybe they read it and then they sent it immediately off to fucking what's his head. What's the producer's name? <laughs> I know you're talking about. I can't remember. <clears throat> anyway, send it off to him. I'm like, hey, we got this from, I mean, we wrote the script and we think this should go in. Either way, it's still a negative on them. <clears throat> That's so, true. true. Just for that, if I receive in the store, I'm going to hesitate before I come up and fangirl. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. I know. I know that's fucked up, but yeah. <clears throat> um. What does she mean by see a man? She's never seen a man before? No, she meant his penis. Oh. Thank you for clearing that up. Yep. You ever no. seen a you ever seen a man? Well, you were in the Navy. We all know you have. Yeah, I've <clears> seen <throat> a lot of men. Well, I was just saying, you guys have to share a bathroom, don't you? Yes, that's why. Wait, yep. is that yes. is that classified? Is, nope. Okay. Yep, it was the bathroom thing. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why I've seen a lot of men. Yep. The bathroom thing. All right. Scene 11. Rose, now calm, continues. Actually, that first night, I was kind of, well, appalled, I guess. (laughs) But Charlie was very patient. It really was very nice. Once I understood that, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. That (laughs) it wasn't some colossal joke, you know. (laughs) Rose begins to chuckle and ask, I mean, (laughs) didn't you think it was ridiculous? You know, the the thing to do for the first time, Blanche, hearing her hobby being talked about in such a manner, <laughs> gets serious and says, no, <laughs> well, I certainly didn't wait for my wedding night, honey. I couldn't. I had these urges, you know, mm-hmm. in the South, we mature faster. Mm-hmm. I think it's the heat. Dorothy says, oh, you were definitely in heat. <laughs> see, that would have been funny. That, yeah, that is a funnier line. <laughs> see, we can be writers. We could. <clears throat> Sadly, you know, she didn't say this. Instead, she said, I think it's the gin. Blanche nah. continues, anyhow, my first was Billy. 
Oh, I remember it so well, just like it was yesterday. That night, under the dogwood <laughs> trees, the air thick with perfume and me with Billy or Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Bob. Yeah, it was Bobby. <laughs> or was it Ben? Oh, who knows? Anyway, it started with a B. Rose <laughs> reluctantly asks, the first time, did you have... Rose then begins making faces, trying to <laughs> indicate what she's talking about. Blanche smiles and asks, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Why many times the first time? Many, many times. Okay. Rose, shocked, asks, you did? Blanche, not believing what she's hearing, asks, you didn't? Mm-hmm. Rose, shocked that Blanche did, says, no. Oh, it was nice. Being near Charlie was nice. But it was five years before I knew what made my eyes go back in my head. Mm-hmm. Blanche chuckles, much like Tech and I do when we talk like this. <laughs> Rose now turns her attention to Dorothy, who's been strangely quiet, and asks, Dorothy, did you have? Dorothy answers, how could I? I mean, it always seemed to happen before I was in the room. Mm-hmm. Not sure what that means, but okay. <laughs> Maybe he was jerking at him before. Rose sits back, looks at the table, and says, look what we've eaten. Mm-hmm. Blanche, all of a sudden upset, says, oh, no, I can't sleep on a full stomach. Dorothy glances at the wall and says, will you look at what time it is? Would you like some coffee? Both ladies mm-hmm. say sure as Rose gets up and says, how about some Danish? <laughs> it's almost time for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Blanche excitedly yells, hey, want some eggs? Rose mm-hmm. says, sure. As Dorothy asks, Dorothy, as Dorothy asks, <laughs> do we have any bacon? And soon all the ladies are digging in the fridge looking for more food. Dorothy. Dorothy. There's that Wizard of Oz reference. Yeah. So I like those little wooden ice cream spoons that we're using. I don't I know. They seem kind of seem kind of neato. I wasn't paying it. Usually I'm the one that notices that kind of stuff, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't notice this time. But you did notice penis pans on the wall, though. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Interesting. I, I don't understand what Rose was talking about. Um. Did you ever have... Ice Dan- cream before bed, maybe? Danish? Maybe it's Danish. Danish. Might have been pronounced Donish. Maybe. Mm-hmm. If anybody understands, like, write us in and explain it to us. We don't- <laughs> yeah, we're, we don't know about things like this. No, we don't. <clears throat> um, Me especially. Like, spoiler alert, I love Betty White. Like, she's awesome. Um, the other two, eh, not so much. Um <laughs> Blanche was really good. If you ever, if you guys are ever into musicals, um, there's a, a video version of the the show Nonsense, which is a really funny show. It's about some nuns that um, they lost some nuns because they made some tainted vichyssoise soup, and um, the money they were going to use to bury them, they bought a VCR, and um, so now they have to raise money to bury their nuns. Hmm. And the Reverend Mother is played by. Um, Rue McC- uh, by um, Rue McClanahan and she's really really funny in it she's really good I didn't realize hmm. she could sing either um, hmm, I didn't know that either yeah I, I take it Dorothy's husband cheated I think so I, I think Is I, that what she I means remember by... hearing yeah I, th- I remember hearing jokes about that I well I think in some episodes I think there's a, a scene where she's like yelling at her ex-husband because he cheated on her or something yeah I think so that reminds me of a joke about Michael Jackson 
that I heard on a, <laughs> on a late night talk show one time, and it just stuck with me. I thought it was really funny. This was okay. obviously before he died. Um, they were saying um, that Lisa Marie Presley was saying that yeah. whenever uh, Michael Jackson has an orgasm, he lets out okay. a really super high pitched squeal, and that he does it so loud that she can hear it in her room. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, jeez. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but the last thing I noticed was um, B. Arthur loves, she loves to eat in scenes, doesn't she? Because she's eating in this scene. She's really eating. <laughs> and on the one episode of Maud. Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah. it was her and Rue McClanahan once again eating a bunch of food at the kitchen table. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scene 12. Ooh. Later on, out on the back porch, we see Blanche smiling and flirting with Milton, who's saying, you're a wonderful woman, Blanche. <laughs> no offense to Rose, but I'm glad she wasn't here when I dropped by today. Oh, damn. I know. Blanche fans herself and says, my Milton, my, my, my. You can't, like, not fan yourself and not say my, my, my. Exactly, like, yeah. My, 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 which she didn't, but she should have. What a sweet thing to say. That must be why I date more than she does. Milton chuckles at her joke and says, oh, I meant what I said about that diet of yours. Men of our generation like a little meat on their women. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want to pinch an inch, but I do. Oh, shit. Milton then reaches down and apparently pinches Blanche. I was going to say, I thought he pinched his own dick. Like, oh, that, that, that took a turn. Like, damn, that took a really weird turn. <laughs> it pinches her back, apparently. Yeah. And she reacts, saying, Oh, Milton, I do declare. <laughs> Milton then begins to leave, saying, See you tonight at seven. Blanche repeats, Tonight at seven, Milton. As Milton is leaving, he passes Sophia with a good afternoon. Mm-hmm. Sophie continues walking across the room to Blanche, not crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually walking okay. across the room. We yeah. get it, Tech. God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he belonged to the other one. Blanche pours some lemonade and says, well, I'm sure Rose won't mind one bit. Sophia, not believing what she's hearing, says, he's a man. It's not like sharing a yogurt. <laughs> Just then, Dorothy, who's excited for her date, walks in with, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> she walks up to Blanche and asks, honey, did Barry call? Blanche, while pouring Dorothy lemonade, says, not that I know of. Dorothy explains, we're supposed to go out again. Mm. Blanche, excited for her, says, oh, sounds like lunch went well. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Dorothy agrees, saying, Oh, we had such fun. You know Barry as exactly as I remember him. Not exactly. (laughs) Blanche, perhaps calling bullshit, says, Come on, after 35 years, there must have been some surprises. Dorothy leans back in her chair and says, Well, a few. (laughs) You know, his hair's a little thinner. He's put on a little weight. Blanche cuts her off and asks, but is he still your fantasy lover? Or has the fantasy become a reality? Oh, shit. Dorothy, looking slightly disappointed, says, 
Not exactly. You see, Barry Glick is gay. Oh, and attracted to me like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Sophia stands and says, I knew he was gay. I could tell by the way he used to worship Buster Crab. (laughs) Hilarious. Yeah, that's the that's the dude from SpongeBob. Remember? <laughs> I, 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 I. Sophia begins to leave as Blanche sits next to Dorothy and asks, "Oh, honey, are you devastated?" Dorothy shakes it off, saying, "Oh, hey, what the hell? He thought I was a guy, and we still made out." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> it didn't happen. I mean, if I can't have him. At least I know no other woman can have me either. Damn, that's dark. <laughs> <clears throat> Why isn't Sophia on more, man? She's like the funniest part of the show, and they always have her like sitting in the dark and shit. Um, <laughs> I think it just might have been this episode. I don't know. I do like how they very cleverly put the door 28 yards away, so it takes a full 30 seconds for actors to leave the scene. That's kind of cool. <laughs> that's pretty neat. It's where they have to like make up lines as they croop yeah, past by each other. Hey, good morning. How are you? I, I swear oh. when Sophia left, she stopped halfway and went... <sighs> <laughs> and like bend over and like put her hands on her knees and like rested for a second and then she started walking again. <laughs> that was interesting. I'm, I'm really uncomfortable with the term lover. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It's <clears throat> it's awkward. It's like in that scene, um, Biloxi Blues. I know I quote Biloxi Blues a lot, but I'm, where he's like, I'm down with that. Uh, well, there's a scene where he goes to see the prostitute and, yeah. um, and he's like, um, he's like, you mean you charge your own husband? And she's like, no, I mean, he's my best lover. And it's just yeah. kind of cringy. You're like, mm, okay. I don't like that. Yeah. Is this your like first time? time? <laughs> no, this is my second time. The first time they were closed. <laughs> Another term Sorry. I hate is when people say making love. Making oh, love. That's yeah. so gross. <laughs> You've never made love tech? Nope. <laughs> You're like, it's not, it's not something you can make. <laughs> something you have, Jimmy. Exactly. Something you are. No. So I did a deep dive on Buster Crab. <laughs> so he was an Olympic swimmer. Shocking. In a TV Shocking. and film knew who that was. <laughs> <laughs> and a TV and film actor. He won a gold medal for the 400 meter freestyle event. In 1932. What's freestyle? Which one was that? (laughs) It's when you're allowed to do whatever you want. No, (laughs) it's a freestyle. It's a form of swimming in swimming competitions. Which, what kind of form is that? Do you remember? Or you sick that day? It's a very common freestyle where where it's arm over arm. To a swimmer. It's like, what kind of freestyle? That's the kind where you quit fucking talking about me talking about my swimming in high school. That's what kind of shit that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, the baby Jesus. That's funny. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, wait, I have another thing, too. So, like, <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> who is Barry Glick to Dorothy? Somebody she went to high school with? Somebody she went to high school with. That's correct. And then she says... I haven't seen him for 35 years. So she's, <clears throat> if we assume that she's the same age as Rose, right? We have to assume nothing. 35 years after 18. 
1828, 48. So she's what, 50 something? 53. 18, 28, 38, 48. Like, I don't know, 50, or I guess early 50s? 53. Yeah, it'd be 35 years. So that would have been two years after high school. She saw him somewhere, and that was the last time she saw him. <sighs> she just looks older than fifty. If she went to like a community college or something, and he went with it, he went to the same school, then they would have seen each other there. Or maybe I she guess. was stupid. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like she should be older than that. I don't know. Maybe she's only fifty three in the show. Maybe I don't know. All right. Hmm. Anyways, <clears throat> scene thirteen. Just then, Rose walks in with a cheerful, hi, girls. She's greeted as Dorothy asks, are we to assume from your cheerful demeanor that we're not talking to a hospital administrator? As Rose pours herself a glass of lemonade, she cheerfully answers, not even close. (laughs) Blanche, not understanding why she's suddenly so cheerful about not getting a job, asks, oh, what did you do? Take an antidepressant? (laughs) Rose chuckles and says, Oh, don't be silly, but I was depressed, incredibly depressed. I didn't know which way to turn or where to go. So I stopped in at a coffee shop at the Fountain Rock for a root beer float to make me feel better. They make the most terrific root beer floats. They have the old fashioned root beer, but it's, but it's cut off by party pooper Dorothy who says, Mm -hmm. now look, Rose, get off the float. Just get Mm -hmm. to the point. Rose now back on track says, well, after I drank it, I started to get sad again, and then I saw the answer right in front of me. Hmm. Dorothy asks, what, what, what? Rose Beaming says, I help wanted sign. Hmm. Blanche and Dorothy now riveted asks, and, and? Rose proudly says, I am a waitress at the Fountain Rock Coffee Shop. 12 hours a day, four days a week, minimum wage and tips, and a 60% employee discount. On day old Danish, because we all know Ooh. how Rose likes her fucking Danish. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Blanche and Dorothy just stare at Rose blankly. Finally, Blanche asks, a coffee shop? Dorothy slowly says, day old Danish? Rose, like an excited dog, nods and says, yeah. <laughs> Blanche, who apparently can't be happy for her friend, says, 12-hour days in a steamy hot joint serving chili to a bunch of grubby truckers? Dorothy calls Blanche out saying, oh, come on, Blanche. I mean, she's working at the Fountain Rock. It's not Mel's Diner. Mm-hmm. I mean, the worst. what's the worst that can happen is she'll get scratched by a pinky ring. Blanche, knowing Rose is no spring chicken, asks, but 12 hours on your feet? Waiting tables? Mm-hmm. Honey, that is gritty, grimy, grueling work. Rose, seeing that her friends are shitting on the job she was so excited about, gets upset and says, but it's work. It beats the hell out of feeling sorry for myself. And it's a lot nicer to fall asleep from being tired than crying. Oh, Dorothy turns to Blanche and says, of course it will. She then gets up and kisses Rose on top of the head. as she says, oh, Rose, honey, I am so happy for you. Blanche, realizing she was wrong, says, well, heck, if you're happy, then I'm happy, too. Rose says, oh, thank you for seeing me through this. Blanche, quickly changing the subject, says, honey. I wanted to ask you about Milton from the center. This is strictly a professional relationship. Rose insists. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there couldn't be anything between Milton and me. He has this thing where he dates fat chicks. No. (laughs) Why did I paraphrase? That's not what she said at all. He has this thing. It's funnier that way. (laughs) He has this thing about only dating fat women. 
<laughs> Rose gets up and walks away from Fat Blanche, leaving her upset. <laughs> she's not even fat. <laughs> no, she's not. She's like the thinnest out of all of them, maybe except maybe <laughs> Sophia. It's weird that like back in '86 they relate coffee shops with greasy truckers. Yeah, now it's such a hipster thing. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, I guess <laughs> Starbucks didn't exist back then, did it? No. Mm, weird. Um, why are they shitting on her so much? <laughs> well, I can see like her age working twelve-hour shift like that's even twelve-hour shifts like busting or busting tables, waiting tables to me. Seems uh, I do not want to do that. <laughs> right. Um, I thought at first that they were going to say she humped somebody. Like I, I honestly mm-hmm. thought that he was going to that she was going to say I was at the coffee shop and I met and I started talking to Barry Glitch, you know, or I met this guy named Barry and we <laughs> went home and fucked or whatever. And I my old, my eyes rolled back <laughs> in my head. I thought it was going to be somewhere along those lines where she ended up fucking some gay dude. Um, <laughs> I love how Dorothy throws Blanche under the bus and makes her look like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what did she do? She's totally like Blanche. That is fucked up. She's excited. I, I'm happy for you, Rose. Blanche is like, <laughs> okay, fine, okay, whatever. If you're happy, I'm happy. Um, so yeah. And that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> All right. So I do have an email to read. Ooh, indeed. Ooh, indeed. This one comes to us from Mary. Quite contrary. (laughs) (laughs) You remember Mary? We've gotten some emails from her before. She says, Dear Tech and Jimmy, Mm -hmm. way back when the show was in its original run, I was watching with my boyfriend, later husband, note, we were extremely stoned. I stared at that thing on the bunker's kitchen wall. (laughs) I don't think I had ever noticed it before. Yeah. I finally blurted it out. Why the hell is there a copper dick hanging on the wall? Thank you. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Between fits of laughter, he pointed out it was a lobster and accused me of having a dirty mind. No, that was a trouser lobster. You're perfectly right. (laughs) He both really laughed our asses off. I thought I was the only one that saw it before I'm glad to learn I'm not the only one with a dirty mind. That was 100% a penis. <laughs> Thanks. It really made me laugh and brought back a great memory. That's awesome. Good. Just wanted to share. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. Love you guys. Mary. Mary. That's <laughs> cool. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we agree with you. That's Or at least I agree. I can't speak for tag, but that that's a penis. Thank you, Jimmy, for not speaking for me. Exactly. But I also agree it's a copper dick. Yep, it's a copper dick. <laughs> it's a kick. It's a dopper. <laughs> so indeed. <laughs> All right, Mary. Well, we appreciate you sending us we an do. email again. Good to hear from you again. Hell to the end. And you know we did here. We had a good time tonight. Remember, we do love these shows. It's all about the good times and the laughter. We would also like to personally thank our producers from Patreon, because without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. And of course, Jenny and Jim, we're looking at you guys. Um, you know, Jenny and Jim always get a shout out because they're the op- they, we refer to them as the OPs, the original producers, because they were the original ones. And me and Tech honestly don't know which one was first. And quite frankly, we don't want to know. Um, so they both get a shout out every week because they're the first ones to get that ball rolling and take a chance on us. And we really, really appreciate it. We appreciate all our producers. So uh, thank you. Take a chance on me. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Megan and Kayla just watched that movie the other night. What? <clears throat> hmm? 
What movie? Uh, Mamma Mia. Oh, right, because Abba. Yep. Yeah, I like Abba. Yeah, but Abba do. <laughs> Homework assignments. You thought we were going to forget. Oh, man. First and foremost, check out the website if you haven't already. If you've already done this, some of this stuff, you may have already done it. So if you've already done, check it. If you've already done the first website thing, you don't have to do it. But mm-hmm. for those of you that didn't, check out the website at www.averybodypodcast.com. That's right, Jimmy. And we're going to go with the honor system here. Yes. So integrity, you know, let's have it, folks. Exactly. Another one is do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible. If you haven't done it already. If you haven't done it already. This one, even if you've done it, you could do it again. Tell mm-hmm. two friends about the show. And if you if you don't have two friends, then I want you to steal a Sharpie from work and write it on the bathroom wall. Indeed. Say, for a good time, listen to Tech and Jimmy on a very brief podcast. Nailed it. You can also send an email to the show just like Mary did and tell us how you like or dislike the show at a very brady podcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group and join in the conversation and the fun at a very brady Facebook group. <laughs> that, if you've already done it, you don't have to do it again because you can only join a group once. Indeed. If you'd like to be a producer, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash a very brady podcast. And that you can only do once. So you're good. Yeah. Check out our Instagram at a very pretty podcast that you can check it out anytime you want. You don't, I mean, you can only follow us once, but you can check it out anytime you want. So you, that you have yeah. to do. for sure. And you're going to post that cup here soon on there. Yeah. 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 I'll post a cup. Cool. Cool. The two podcasters, one cup. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no. That's what you meant. Uh, follow us on Facebook and get real time updates. Like if the show is going to be late, or we maybe we'll skip a week. Like that's ever going to happen. Yo, okay, let's happen. Like we're <laughs> going to do the same. Like record the same shit twice. So good. <laughs> Go check out the Retro Network at theretronetwork.com. Check out our shop with our affiliate link at averybradypodcast.com slash shop. Check out our T Public merch store. Link is in the description of this and every episode. Also. Like Dorothy says, we're now on the clap rap. <laughs> Check us out at a very pretty podcast. Dorothy's saying that all the time. <laughs> She's always saying that shit. <laughs> but most importantly, go check out some classic iconic TV shows. Mm-hmm. And Tack yeah. is going to tell you what to watch next. Tack. Indeed, Rooney. <laughs> so after entering, thank you, Jimmy, by the way. After entering all the data, you're welcome, Tech. Okay. <laughs> the data in our randomizer three thousand. Jimmy has already started it up, and uh, it will randomly pick the next episode for us. Okay, oh, it's already done. It is. <laughs> so on the next episode, it looks like it's going to be drum roll, please. No, don't do a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Too close for comfort. Oh, damn. I know. Season two, episode 22, entitled Don't Shoot the Piano Movers. Oh, dang. Yeah. Is it available to stream anywhere, Tech? It is available to stream on Pluto TV. Oh, just like the puppy. <laughs> That's and, cool. Uh, we do have a little quick synopsis of the episode. Okay. So this is actually a season finale episode. Oh, okay. <clears throat> And the synopsis is, 
April's father ships a piano to her, which gets stuck while being delivered and blocks Muriel and Monroe's way to the hospital when Muriel goes into labor. Oh, they're going to have to boil some water. See that shit? We were just talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's going to have to get some towels and yeah, get some mm-hmm. blankets and boil some water. Indeed, right. Rooney. So that should be fun. It's been a long time since I've seen that show. Yeah, it's been a really long time. I think when I was a kid, I had a crush on somebody on that show, but I can't remember who it is now. I, I may know. or may not remember. When I had a kid, I, I had to think for brunettes. I don't know why. Hmm. Interesting. But, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. that'd be fun. That'd be cool to that see. Would that would be again. fun. It's been a long time since I've seen that. You know, all I remember is Jim J. Bullock was on the show and that's, oh, and the guy from Caddyshack. That's all I remember. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I remember, um, I remember my dad replacing the shocks on my mom's uh, 1978 Mercury Montego. Right. Cool. So anyway, and, <laughs> oh, <there's more. laughs> and the brand of it was Monroe, Monroe shots. Oh, okay. And I remember looking at it going, that's a dude from too close to, for comfort. Like, <laughs> why is his name on shocks? So my dad explained that it was a, um, that it was a car company. And then he, you know, uh, yeah. Yep. I get it. So I get it. Made me feel stupid. That's okay. That's okay. I have a funny, stupid memory as a child real quickly. Of Since, my dad? No. Um, of my dad. So, oh, okay. He listens, you was, know, so be careful. Yeah, I know. So this is kind of a fun memory. Um, so when I was like, I don't know, probably like four. Okay. Um, this is back when my parents were married a okay. long time ago. Um, my dad went to work, obviously, and, you know, I was too young to start school yet. And, and I asked my mom, you know, what does dad go to work for? Right. And uh, she said... Well, he goes to work to make money. So I literally thought he made money. Like that's his job. And so if I saw like a quarter or a dollar, I'd be like, my dad made this. So he made this. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> with a chisel and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's right. Yeah. Pick, he's able to like making coins at work all day. And it's just kind of funny. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Starts off with a big chunk of metal like this big and he has to whittle that shit down with a pocket knife. <laughs> takes him like all day at like $20 an hour for eight hours yep. for him to chisel out one quarter. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, that sounds That's about fine. right for the way government spends money. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Jinx. Government, am I right? <laughs> oh, man. So unless you have anything else? Um, I do not. No? Okay. In that case... I've been Jimmy. And I've been Tech. And this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you on another Sunshine Day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.